the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. And my name is Mark. And today we're doing our first revisit, I guess, I think is what we're calling it. There's been some new lore added to champions that we already discussed. Thanks, Riot. Some exciting new developments. <laughs> That's a cool way to put it. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so um, as we've seen, Dr. Mundo got like a total rework and they did change his bio and almost immediately Mark was like, we need to talk about this. I hate it. So- <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, fucking spoiler, I don't care for it. No, sir, I don't like it. That's and fine. then uh, Riot did something good and released a Diana Leona short story confirming that they are indeed um, lovers. We were right about this one. Yes. Which means we're probably right about Graves TF. I mean, obviously we're right about Graves TF. <laughs> we're always right. Let's get that fucking yeah. clear. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. Just as a moving rule moving forward too. We're always right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, please don't put that on me. I'm not always right. They can say whatever they want. I, I did debate waiting until Leona to get there because like, I don't think we're going to have much to discuss with Leona outside of Diana anyway, but there are like 35k champions and it's just going to be a million years before we even get to the letter l so we're just gonna talk about it now yeah i think it's fine you know i think like you said this is probably the best thing we're gonna get for leona lore i don't know what her (laughs) lore is but i'm pretty sure it's not good (laughs) (laughs) i almost read it just to like have some insight on leona before reading the short story but i feel like i got probably more about her personality in that than i'm gonna get from like her bio and stuff i mean maybe i'm wrong but who knows? She's got kind of old lore. Um, mm. There's also a short video featuring Echo uh, that we can talk about. And John dug up a bunch of other stuff, it sounds like. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily say I dug it up. <laughs> but with the, you know, with the lore rework for Mundo, there's a bunch of skins that didn't necessarily have lore blurbs before. So we have a bunch of new AU blurbs now. And Diana's also part of a few AUs that are a bit new as well. So yes, hippity hop in the dare. I'd like to take that again. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> Always right, folks. <laughs> I saw the regret in your eyes as you were saying it. It was great. <laughs> that's why John plays uh, the bunny Teemo skin. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> Dude, I was playing the new game mode uh, the other day, and there was a fucking Teemo with that skin, and they took the Cho'Gath ult and bought Frostfire Gauntlet, and at one point I turned around and a giant Teemo rabbit hopped out of the fucking jungle. And it was the funniest shit. I didn't even care that he killed me in two seconds, because I was cracking up. It was so good. He's living That's fucking dream. great. Oh my god, that was the scar- that was scarier than anything in Fiddlesticks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we could start with Mundo, because I think that's um a big a big change. So who yeah. wants to sum up Mundo's bio? I have written basically nothing... <laughs> For this episode, I'm so sorry. No, it's all good. I can do it because I don't like it. So, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I can do it because I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad. It's it's fine. Okay. Um, so this is actually, um, I guess, bright spot of really new lore is that it has an actual author credit on the bio, John <laughs> O'Brien, on the wiki, not on the universe. Let's make that clear. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the new Mundo lore is that Mundo was an enforcer for a Kim Baron in Zaun. And he's kind of a dope, but a kind of good-natured dope for somebody who does that kind of work. And he he ended up kind of stepping on his boss's toes. And to make an example of him, the Kim Baron sent him to Oswell Asylum, which was well-known for its inhumane treatment and, you know, experimental procedures. And Mundo just kind of undergoes months of torturous experiments and treatments. He loses the memory of his past life and kind of becomes Mundo as we know him. And the Baron eventually shows up. It says to discharge discharge him. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why. It's just <laughs> he shows up, finds that the place is full of corpses and Mundo, and then Mundo operates on him, and and that's the, the bio, in summary. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't really care for it. <laughs> I feel like you have you've you've had this building up inside of you since you read it. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, I think. <sighs> We can talk about what, what it is that maybe works or doesn't. I, I think mm. that this reeks a lot of an attempt to get rid of mysterious pasts from champions. Because mm. that was Mundo's old thing, right? Is we don't know where he came from. Now we know. But it doesn't really serve anything. And I think it... it the, my biggest complaint is that it has like removed a lot of the fun that was in the bio. 
Um, yeah. A lot of Mundo being tortured in the old bio was played very much for laughs because he, he it was never torture to him. He was never really in pain and he loves it and he just is kind of confounding all these these evil doctors. I thought that was a lot of fun. And this one, he's like an actual dude who got tortured into just being tortured. insane in Mundo mm-hmm. and there's not any fun in it. It's just dark and it's... <laughs> yeah. That's my base complaint, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of elements of the story like that too, where like now that they've kept the goofiness of his quotes and the goofiness of his side story, um it doesn't there's just a tonal mismatch between yeah. that and several aspects of this story now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, you know, I think I remember saying with the the original bio, it felt very much like an appetizer to do no harm where they were they were very I think they were, I assume they were written by the same person. I don't think we ever found out, but they felt very like one to one in terms of oh, it makes perfect sense to go from that bio to that short story. And this, it's just it, it feels yeah, tonal whiplash is almost the way I would describe it. Yeah, you know? it you know everything about Mundo is very darkly comedic, um, but the bio isn't playing with that because I think you could give Mundo this messed up of a backstory and have it match the rest of it but it didn't mostly I just felt like I was left with a lot more questions than answers which is funny because they were trying to give us answers about where Mundo came from but I'm like what did Mundo do to his boss that made his boss do this what the fuck is this asylum do people know about it does the boss have like a friend there does he have some kind of pull i was just very confused how long was mundo there i feel like to torture someone to the point where they lost their memories that would have to be a very long time and it didn't sound like a very long time i would have believed it more if they gave him something that erased his memories rather than like he was tortured to the point of losing his mind there's just a lot a lot not great about that (laughs) but it just didn't I don't know. I didn't understand. I feel like if you want to explain what Mundo is and where he came from, there's a much better way, and it wasn't this. Yeah. And to your point, too, Mark, like, his boss came to check him out. Yeah. What was he expecting to find when he got there? Mm-hmm. Like, what? It, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it, it kind of... It, it, it puts forward this idea that it is a... He's making an example of Mundo, that Mundo did something to step on his toes. I don't know what that is. I assume he's just kind of, he's affable, but he's a, like I said, he's a dope and maybe you just offended him and that mm-hmm. was the last straw and maybe he wants to c- come collect him to show him off. Like, hey, if you, you know, if you slap me on the back one too many times, make me spill my drink, this is what happens to you, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of questions and it still, mm-hmm. it still doesn't really answer the question of how Mundo became no. Mundo insofar as like, how did he get, like, yes, he was, tor- he was tortured and experimented on but how did he become so like regen like have these regenerative powers? It's still a big mystery, right? Mm-hmm. So we're still le- it's just kicking the can down the road almost in in a way. I don't know. Yeah, so it's like I, I, they ran experiments on him. He's still purple. He still has a giant tongue. He still talks like Mundo, and like you said, he heals. So did the people at the asylum do this to everyone there? Were they asked to give special treatment to Mundo? What happened to the other people in the asylum? Did they get tortured and turned into Mundos? I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> a million Mundos just <laughs> running around. <laughs> or was it one? If you want to like make one Mundo, you need to be more specific. It sounds like this is some kind of like Batman supervillain bullshit. That's fine. He fell mm-hmm. into a vat of potion. I don't know. But like, give me a reason. Don't just be like, they made they they hurt him and they tortured him and now he's purple and he heals real fast that doesn't make any fucking sense yeah <laughs> yeah it it has a little bit of fun in like the last paragraph yeah. right yeah. i was gonna say i wrote down that last paragraph too because it was like the only <laughs> bit that was reminiscent of mm-hmm. good lore mm-hmm. it's yeah it's 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 just strange it's just strange like i said it, it has a it's got that stink about it where they're like look we got to get rid of these dark and mysterious pasts we're touching mundo so let's get you know him. what i yeah. agree but mundo wasn't the one that was funny yeah. like mundo was the one we were like this is fine he's got a dark mysterious past and it's fine and that's the one they freaking messed with right <laughs> yeah the damn fucking shame look, look look how they massacred my fucking boy here oh, my boy <laughs> my beautiful Although, purple boy i like the 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 bunch of mundos idea the million mundo march just all of them <laughs> running around they accidentally made a bunch more mundos <laughs> but we just don't know about them yet 
don't know. That'd be great. Yeah. Next lore event. No, I can't even <laughs> deal with one Mundo on the fucking enemy team. Don't give me more. I want the Mundoing. <laughs> the Mundoing. <laughs> Oh man, I would love that. 5v5 Mundo all Mundos versus all Mundos. There there would oh, never man. be anyone would ever die like ever. Oh, that'd be so fucking good. Oh man, like Draven but done Mundo style. Oh, oh man. Oh god. Definitely. You're selling me on this idea. Uh, it would be called definitely Mundo. Death. Definitely. Definitely. Oh man. <laughs> We're so fucking good at this, goddamn. Hire us. Uh, now, in addition to the new bio, there is also it's it's kind of posted as like a new short story a bit, um, but really it was just kind of a series of of tweets leading up to or like right after the Mundo rework. That's kind of Mundo's medical journal. Um, I didn't read this. I didn't realize that this was here. I'm sorry. It's I fine. would say this <laughs> was. I would say it was mostly bad with some good bits. There were some aspects yes. of this. There were more aspects of this that I liked than the bio. Mm, well, it's um, Mundo's point of view, right? Which is generally yeah. pretty fun. It should be, right? It should be <laughs> oh, fun. No. Oh, no. <laughs> what parts aren't fun? Now I need to know. <laughs> All right. I mean, okay. I, I guess I'll just do this one, too, because I also didn't like this one. <laughs> oh, it, nice. It's kind of an in-between spot between Do No Harm, which is really good, and the bio, which I didn't like. This one's also by John O'Brien. I'm not trying to rail on the guy. Um, so I guess that is a question. So it's presented, yeah, as like a series of entries into Mundo's medical journal as he's written them. Do you know, John, was it like, so each entry was probably like an individual tweet then I correct, bet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Correct. Yeah. And, and the actuals are like single sentence summary. Mundo gets a new patient and operates on them. And that's, that's about it. Right. And it's just the entries from getting that patient to following the procedure. Right. Is that about right? Yeah. Um, and the patient for the record is essentially working for a chem baron who's going into Mundo's, um, you know, his hospital and he's like, oh, I'm going to turn this into a, a chem factory. And then Mundo's like, you sound crazy. <laughs> Time to operate. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's, so a big thing about this is the way that it's written like everything yes. is misspelled everything is spelled in kind of quasi phonetics or or you know just absolutely misspelled extra syllables added in and it's all written from <laughs> mundo's perspective which could work i think if you're doing mundo's voice mundo's got like a really distinct voice right which is a, mm-hmm. one of his biggest strengths and this to me just missed that voice like when i read it, oh, it yeah. the writing to me doesn't read Mundo, like it sounds more toddler than Mundo. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, interesting. Yeah, he's like it makes him seem like, if possible, too dumb, is the way I would almost mm. describe it. Um, like okay, so here's an example where he's like the first entry is like no patience today, but that's okay. Every business has downs. I am fine with it. I feel like Mundo would write that as like Mundo not fine patience. This okay. All business has slow period. Mundo am fine with it. Right, like. There's these yeah, little, it's more like a caveman, Mundo. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's just these little... There's like a finesse to Mundo, which is mm-hmm. shocking, right? That I feel no, like this misses. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird, too, because I feel like there's a few of them that hit it pretty good, and then the other ones don't. Mm. Like, if you... If I didn't know that they came from all the one guy, I would have actually assumed that people had taken turns <laughs> writing <laughs> these tweets. Mm. Maybe they did. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it's really hard to discuss without like examples, right? And another one that I found is a, another early one where Mundo's like, I went outside and yelled at people. And I feel like Mundo, Mundo would say, I. Mundo offered services at nearby market. Patients not cooperative. <laughs> Mundo <laughs> believes house calls necessary. You know, something like that where he's. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, it's weird that it was in first person. Is his new so voiceover in first person? You mean as, yeah. as I um, was? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, not no, and not even all these quotes are. So, I, like, I wrote down a uh, few that I liked. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's probably just because they seem way more Mundo-ish than a lot of them <laughs> did. Um, but I really liked the little subplot he had with the cat. That was very Mundo oh, yeah. to me, and I loved that. <laughs> he found a cat. Well, actually, we don't know it's a cat yet. He found a cat in an alley and was like, I hire Mundo, hire a new nurse. And we don't find out until later oh, that it's a cat. Oh, that's great. But some of the quotes were, Mundo found nurse and asked her opinion. 
Me told her the electricity don't work on the patient anymore. She said me need to operate. Then her hissed and ran up fence. <laughs> that's medical consensus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, I think... I don't think it's a cat. If you look at Mundo's new splash, there is actually... God, this is like Legends of Runeterra shit. There is a kind of raccoon-looking thing down oh. by his left with a little a little nurse hat on. And I think, at, from what we get from Runeterra, they're called wumps. They're they're kind of like a weird raccoon species oh, that it lives it. in Zon. Yeah, yeah I think that's what this is. Oh, and raccoons do hiss. So that makes sense. And he's always around at night. So, well, I guess a cat could be around at night, too. But yeah, raccoon makes sense. That is, I guess... Uh, Oh, that's so good. That is strengthened by the second quote I had regarding the nurse. Me saw nurse again today. Her was eating out of trash can. <laughs> her eat old patient's hand. Mundo told her this unprofessional. Me say sorry, this not working out. But me write her good recommendation letter. Her hissed and ran up fence again. Why so hard to find good help? Me run respectable practice. Me care about patients. Is it unreasonable to expect same from employees? Mundo not think so. Someday me find nurse who cares as much as Mundo. Someday. Yeah. Oh, it's it's we it's weirdly hit or miss. Right? It's weirdly yeah. hit or miss. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm I yeah, these feel very weird. I kinda curious about the responses to them when they were tweets and if people were liking them I or, remember them. or not. And no, they didn't. They didn't like them. Yeah, there were a lot of hate on these. I yeah, really? I can kind of at see least why. in the top comments. Okay, mm. well, those were the ones yeah. that probably got the most likes <laughs> or had the most comments on them. Since so, so now I got to go look so I can feel vindicated. <laughs> be like, ah, yes. <laughs> I'm now looking at Mundo's other splashes to try to find the raccoon. Ooh, um, does it show? Does yes, it show it's up in elsewhere? The, um, oh God, what is this? The oh God, okay. What's this splash, honey? What's this skin? Mr. Mundoverse. Oh, Mr. Mm. Mundoverse. Yeah, the raccoon's in the bottom left, like in the um, the foreground. Also, I was okay. looking at corporate Mundo splash, and I couldn't see the raccoon, but there is a framed photo of the old corporate Mundo. Yeah, I've seen oh. that. That splash <laughs> is great. I didn't see that. Yeah, I really like that splash. Uh, so another yeah. thing that I did like about this journal, and again... I liked aspects of it, and some seemed weirdly done. With, again, a weird mismatch from one tweet to the next. Um, I liked the dates switching from actual dates to just incomprehensible gibberish by the <laughs> end. Because um, it starts just labeling days like 301, 302. Um, and then he goes 30 blundred and, and then 304, which is weird to go back to 304. Clearly you knew how the 300 numbers were working. Uh, but then it was day 2 comma 2201720 day 0 0.19 in all caps. Day uh, in bunch of infinity symbols. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, I I did like that. It was it was done it was done a little weird. It was a good idea though. <laughs> I am curious what the date like the countdown started at. I wonder if it was the day he was admitted to the hospital or the day he became a doctor himself. Oh, that's hmm. a good question. Probably, good question. probably when he became a doctor, if he lost his memory of I do, was admitted. I do like the journal, idea right? <laughs> of him having something lingering from before. I think that would be interesting. Like if he's been counting the days that he's been that he got to the asylum, and for some reason those numbers stuck with him, that could be interesting. Mm. But I don't know. I will also yeah. say the last thing that I didn't necessarily like about this, and, and this one isn't a fault of this story. It's just the fact that this and Do No Harm are both canon now. This and Do No Harm are very, very different levels of, like, crazy. Mm. Like, they're they're very different degrees, and it's, I don't know, it's weird that they, they're both him now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I say keep Do No Harm and, and jettison this if you have to pick yes. one, right? <laughs> Um, you know what? You know what exemplifies that is the fact that in Do No Harm, his his medical pad is imaginary, and he he writes That's on his hand or he, with his finger, right? Yeah. But yeah. here he's apparently keeping an actual log. I don't know. I think also mm -hmm. talking about the day thing, I think that really exemplifies maybe some of the issues with it. Where, in the same vein of the way they've got this constant misspelling of words and, and things, are, the way it's all written is like they're 
there's an attempt to play with it, but it, it's a, it's maybe sloppy, for lack of a better word, or it's a little unfocused. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I think that the way that you said the dates kind of kind of bounce back and forth purely for the joke of it, maybe kind of is a good it kind of exemplifies maybe some of the some of the problem the ways that I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Any thoughts on those two? Because <laughs> I actually, in addition to the AU, I just want to say uh, when we did Doctor Mundo two. I completely missed a Journal of Justice article Ooh. that he was in oh, that right. I kind of dig. Let's go. So I was going to talk to that before we jumped into AUs. Yeah, go for it. Now, this is just an interview oh, that God. the Journal of Justice did with Mundo. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so you were nearly suspended from the league for not disclosing your use of adrenaline shots. Do you regret your decision? Mundo think that's silly. Here, try. <laughs> At this point in the interview, we took a few hours pause. <laughs> You've been described as a bit of a hermit. How have you been able to deal with your newfound popularity? Mundo always ladies man. Now Mundo more ladies man. <laughs> Does that mean there's a Mrs. Mundo in the future? Mundo uses masochism for battle arena, not for marriage. <laughs> Mundo joke. Mundo waiting for a special someone. <laughs> It's Evelyn. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, You've amassed a cult following here in Zon. Romantic interests aside, how do you feel about your fans? Mundo, great role model for kids. What does Mundo do when he's not cleaving people on the fields of justice? Mundo have many interests. Mundo recently opened shop. That's right, I hear you now own a business. How is corporate life? Corporate <laughs> businessman, one of many skins Mundo wear. Mundo also bodybuilder. <laughs> God. <laughs> so to wrap things up here, do you have a rival, a nemesis? Who's the greatest threat to Mundo Mania? <laughs> Mundo Mania. Mundo using that. Lawyers will work out details. <laughs> hmm. No one threat to Mundo. Mundo King of Battle Arena. So no other champion is standing in your way. Mundo think Anivia is weird. Crazy <laughs> iceberg throw up frozen wall one too many times. Mundo tired of smashing face into wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Okay, bring back the League of Legends. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Fuck it. And that's why he joined the League of <laughs> Legends. <laughs> By the way, Mundo Mania. That's what that game mode is gonna be called. Oh, they they planted the seed early. We didn't even know it. Riot's playing fucking 3D chess. <laughs> They weren't, but now that they listened to this, they were like, what a great fucking idea. <laughs> now, uh, now we do have some lore for Mundo AUs now that he's a part of. So uh, we're going to start out with Rift Quest, the D&D AU. Um, now this is, is this? Rageborn Mundo. Oh. There are many tales of the Rageborn Menace. That he's slain dragons with a single cleave. That the mightiest wizards cannot halt his advances. That no noble knight foolish enough to try and stop him has ever come back alive. The accounts often contradict each other. But the one thing they all agree on is this. Where Mundo goes, no one else pleases. <laughs> <laughs> That's neat. That's a neat uh, way to use that skin. Yeah. Uh, and now he's in Silver Age. Which is the uh, the old classic comic book AU with a uh, toxic Doctor Mundo. Mm. Mundo not toxic. Mundo has healthy emotional coping mechanisms. <laughs> oh, you mean purple goo? Oh yeah, Mundo is sure that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Uh, as part of harrowing, as Mundo Mundo. Really? Which is oh, him with okay, the Mundo yeah. mask. On his voice yeah. in the new skin, it's a the paper bag with the Mundo face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mundo could have dressed as anyone to go trick or treating, but this year he went as Mundo. Every year he goes as Mundo. Mundo trick or treats as he pleases. <laughs> wow, <laughs> they're really into the Mundo goes where he pleases things with these AUs. Hey, you got to keep something about old Mundo. Got <laughs> <laughs> rid of everything else. <laughs> uh, he's in Omen of the Dark, set in. A dark setting where each of the champions <laughs> serves the Blade Queen. 
real creative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is Executioner Mundo. Executioner Mundo thinks people should not be so scared of him. Executioner Mundo puts on pants and chops up prisoners one leg at a time, just like Mundo pleases. Oh my god. god. This is the new one, that's why they joined the League of Legends. Uh, Well, then you're going to be happy to hear about the Snowdown Showdown. Oh, hell yeah. Oh boy. Uh, This is Frozen Pints. Mundo snows where he pleases. Uh, Is that it? Is that the fucking pun? It would have been better, honestly. Oh, wow. Uh, This is Frozen Prince Mundo. Once a handsome prince from an outlying region of the Winterlands, Mundo was touched by the curse of Ice King Twitch, corrupting him into a brutish thrall. He's still convinced he's the same statuesque royal as before, and as such, goes where he pleases. Oh, come on. Snow's where he pleases. Change it. (laughs) You can see the picture of, like, who he was in that splash. Oh. Is this just like Beauty and the Beast? Honestly, he still got it in the. Honestly, yeah, He's like just this Mundo. This Mundo's kind of fucking hot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one is Mr. Mundoverse, which is not a part of the day job AU. In fact, I could not find an associated AU, but it still has a lore blurb. Uh, Mundo didn't mean to become fitness influencer, but Mundo's gains speak for themselves. Mundo recommends never skipping leg day, eating lots of protein, and smashing that like and subscribe button for more <laughs> Mundoverse content. God. I like the splash on this one so much. There's got, gonna like, be there's gotta be like a YouTuber face. fucking AU at this point, right? right? Look at his face in this one. <laughs> like it's so right, it was like a the... classic Mundo duck face. Yeah. <laughs> and like a Lowey Brom. Uh, Garen and Darius are all in the background of this one. Alawi and Brom are together, by the way. They're hanging out in the back together. Yeah. Oh, all the splashes are great, mm-hmm. I will say. At least, oh, the, yeah. especially the lot of the retouched ones are really good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I feel like this was definitely one of those reworks where half of it worked really well and the other half didn't. I think the game stuff is very cool. It's the lore stuff that fell really short for me. Also, I hate fucking playing against this goddamn motherfucker now. Yeah. For the love of God. The game I mean, stuff did you like cool. playing against him beforehand? Like, I let's could be fair. deal with him more before, I feel like. But now, every fucking 15 seconds, he's got a canister on his shoulder that makes everything I do <laughs> He's got worthless. a little Velkaz on him. Not Velkaz, oh. Malice to Heart. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I will say, too, mm-hmm. this has been, I think, literally the first time I I feel like there's ever been a misfire with the champion music theme for me. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't love it. I yeah. fucking Stan Wright's music department mm-hmm. so hard, uh, but this one did not do it. It didn't feel like Mundo at all. Mm. No, like I could see the idea. Like I saw what they were going for in the theme, but it didn't. <laughs> I don't know whether it was a good idea or whether it just didn't come together for me. But mm. I was not feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I kind of forgot about that. I scrubbed it from my memory because I didn't like it. <laughs> I re-listened <laughs> to it again, like Doctor Mundo. I listened to it again today. <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh, maybe we'll put the new Mundo theme at the beginning of the episode, and then I listened to it again, and I went, no. <laughs> Let's do the Diana, the Diana theme. theme. Yeah, Diana. I was Ship thinking was Echo fire. actually because oh, I, I really love oh, those. Echo are both theme. good. Like... All right, should we jump to Diana? <laughs> All right, so the new Diana story is called "Rise with Me." It's by Dana Lurie Shaw. L U E R Y. I'm so sorry, Dana. I don't know how to say your name. Um, We're sorry if we got it wrong because. Yeah. This was good. I like this was very lot. good. Also, <laughs> yeah. is it not linked on Diana or Leona's page right now? Nope. It is it's only not right. It's, it's on Universe, but yeah, it's not linked to either of their. Pages I had to right Google now. it. I was like Diana yep. Leona gay story. <laughs> Help me, you Google. Have to, like, you have to go through the new content to uh, find it. It was. It's not yeah. easy. Well, Ryan, please fix this because you need to link it on their GD pages. Right. So this is told in a series of letters. Um, a lot of it is written between Diana and Leona. Some of it is Diana and Leona's personal journals, and some of it is like their teachers. Are they called teachers in this? I don't remember. Uh, you yeah. know, disciplinary yeah. actions and stuff like that. But it is a, a mixed media almost kind of telling of the story. 
which was interesting. I also didn't realize that. And that kind of made it, uh, it looked longer than it really was. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is a really long story. But it had a very, um, uh, what was it? Was it, um, blanking on the, what was, the, what was the that notebook. book? I was not no, going to say know. the notebook. I've never I'm completely blank on his name, okay. but the Homo Sapien Agenda. Oh, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. Yeah, because that was written kind of in the similar way with a bunch uh, yeah, of like yeah. journal entries and, and things like that. Yeah, too. there were and, a lot of emails and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. It, it made mm-hmm. me think of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, we talked a little bit about how Diana uh, is part of, what are they called again? Oh, Lunari? The, the Solari. Solari. The Solari, yeah, at the time mm-hmm. at, at that this is uh, <laughs> taking place. And Diana asks a lot of questions that uh, get her into trouble because, you know, she's like, why do we hate the moon? Because she likes the moon. (laughs) (laughs) So in this, Leona is uh, the perfect student, except she has a little bit of trouble with debate club. It's what it seems like that class is. (laughs) I believe you mean oration. Oration, (laughs) Where they debate each other. (laughs) Yeah, they call it oration, but it's really just debate club. So she asked Diana for help. They're mostly just communicating through letters until eventually they... um, it's all working up to like a a festival yeah sun prom yeah prom yeah, sun the prom. sun prom eve is the name of it <laughs> nightless eve <laughs> and uh leona does ask diana but she oh god this is my favorite part diana thinks that leona's mocking her it for some reason oh because she had just gotten punished by the solari and she's like writing in her journal like i can't believe leona did that she embarrassed me and then a little bit later she's like oh my god she was asking me to go with her to the nightless eve i'm such an idiot (laughs) yeah because who hasn't had that moment (laughs) there were a lot of very relatable (laughs) journal entries here yeah yeah. and like Mm -hmm. just being like a teenager and like having a crush on someone and not knowing how to approach it Anyway, the nightless eve, Diana's like, fuck this. These people suck. They're really mean to me. She goes on top of a mountain, prays to the moon very quietly and secretly. Leona meets her up there and they kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's basically the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it I thought was this cute. was very sweet. It's a very sweet story. And yeah. the, the format's really effective. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I got Mundo right out of my brain. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah this is nice. God, I wish I'd done them in a the different order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did Mundo first. You're right, Mark. That was a that was a good call. Yeah, it's mostly just cute. It gives you so much more insight about the relationship between Diana and Leona. Not even just the romantic aspect of it, but just the closeness of it and how they got close, which makes what happens to them all the more tragic when, you know, Diana becomes the moon goddess or whatever the hell she is. <laughs> yeah. You know, that moon thing. Yeah, the moon thing, and then she runs away. Mm-hmm. And I sure. loved... Uh... I loved all the doodles that Diana did. Yeah, in her they're diary. in her journal. They're she, like, so cute. She draws a lot of pictures of Leona, and mm-hmm. they're adorable. Um, I love. I wrote like a few quotes from the journal oh, entries that yeah. I felt like really personified teenage angst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this first one was after uh, Diana was punished and had to kind of stand in the sun. Mm. <laughs> The son is not a loving, life-giving mother to us all. She's hateful, burning with malice, and she aims to drive us all underground to avoid her scorching light. I don't really think that, but it doesn't feel like she loves me. (laughs) (laughs) It was really good. Yeah. And I like the Leona one where she's... Leona makes a lot of lists. That's kind of her journaling uh, Mm, technique. Yeah. Uh, And I know she had put in one of them I don't want people to think I'm uptight. I'm fun. And then in parentheses, question mark. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that one down too. Mark the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fun. <laughs> I love Leona's lists. I don't yeah, know. It's such a yeah. great thing to like get some insight into her. That's why I was saying this is going to be the best characterization for Leona we're going to get. Cause it's yeah. like, that's such a neat like detail, right? Where it's, it, I don't know. I just love it because it's like it's telling us about the character, but it's 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 showing us how Leona is and how she kind of thinks. And she's you know she's writing out like mm-hmm. here's all the reasons I shouldn't ask Diana or should I think is more what she had said actually. Like, yeah. Here's all the ways I could ask Diana. Hmm. I'll do this or that. Well, this won't work. And then I love that like <laughs> in the next letter, one of the ways that she was thinking about is like, oh, do you need help with your um your shield practice? Because we could I could help you with your shield practice if you need help with shield <laughs> practice. No reason. <laughs> 
Honestly, had we not just read Mundo's medical journal, I would say that all champions should have some piece of lore that's just them in a journal so we could learn more about them. (laughs) But now that I've seen how bad it can go. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Yeah, the um, writer did such a good job, though, with all of the voices. Like, if you put a Diana's entry in front of me and a Leona's one, I could instantly tell you if it was Diana's or Leona's without any names or anything like that. And a lot of the professors, too, the teachers, they had very clear, you know, strict teachery voices. I think she really nailed, like, the differences between the different teenagers and adults. And I think that's really hard to do in a story like this. So I felt like that was well done. Yeah, for sure. And a, another thing I liked about this, too. So the uh, Sunsworn Priest uh, Polymnius, I'm going to go with as mm. that pronunciation, mm-hmm. um, mentioned to Leona's parents that another girl had mm. asked Leona to the dance and that Leona had turned her down. And she really wanted Leona to engage in things like that so that she could be more social. And I think like in a really religious environment like this one is being written in, um, it would have been very easy to make like the relationship between Diana and Leona the thing that they want to hide because of the type of relationship it is. Yeah. But that wasn't the case here. No one seen it. It didn't even warrant a mention anywhere in the story at all. It was literally the only reason they had to hide anything (laughs) was because fucking Diana's a heretic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a a really good point. mm -hmm. You can add a lot of drama to a relationship without including homophobia. And that's very important uh, to take in mind in a fantasy setting different in a realistic setting you don't want to ignore real life issues but in a fantasy setting it's just you you don't you don't gotta put it there your bad guys Uh, cannot be homophobic and still be villains you know or just conflict because i wouldn't necessarily label them as villains just straight out but yeah 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 no definitely i mean it it helps kind of kind of focus it more on the actual conflict that's being kind of examined which is the whole all of the solari faith and the the orthodoxy of all of it and you know, how Diana kind of chafes against all that. So it's, like you said, it's a great way of, like, this is what's important. So this is really the part that we're kind of focusing on here. Um, you know, I complained a lot about the Solari-Lunari conflict, and this doesn't, mm-hmm. like, fix all of it, but if <laughs> if we got more of this, I would... It's it, You know, sugar helps the medicine go down, and if we got enough of this sugar, <laughs> I would be okay with it. It's like, you know, the details are yes. still not quite there, but this helps really flesh out a lot of it in my mind, or at least some of the Mm -hmm. the moment-to-moment stuff with it. Yes. So they mention, like, these tablets that um, the Solari, uh, you know, abide by. And Diana and Leona can't look at them yet because they're not sworn in. They're too young. But we get a little bit about the tablets in the opening, right? Like, that opening kind of poem is... Mm -hmm some of what they're following and then there's one at the end that said that tablet has been broken or lost i think it said and it's basically talking about how the sun and the moon are in love and that's what they're they're like you know love is what created everything and so the solari are really misguided without knowing how misguided they are because they have their their sacred texts have been lost <laughs> yeah they're literally called the sacred texts at one point and i just started laughing but <laughs> the sacred, <yeah. laughs> the sacred texts. <laughs> it's just such a meme now but yeah it made me like desperately want to know how they interact as adults and to see them reunite after everything that had happened because i find their story very interesting and to see how leona can guide the solari into a different direction perhaps <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this is kind of random, but that that whole like thing reminded me so much of the history of the world part one. Oh my god, John, me too. <laughs> and like, mo- oh, there, there like, are our fifteen, <laughs> ten, ten commandments. Command. <laughs> man, wow, that movie's fucking hilarious. Fuck, throwing oh man, it flat, throwing it, that's an old Mel Brooks film for all you children listening. <laughs> It's very funny. I don't know how it aged. I'm sorry. Comedies from that time, you never know. But <laughs> It took me a minute. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? That is yeah. the one thing I remember from that movie, actually, because I thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> but that is kind of what it is. They're just like, they're working off of a, a, a 
incomplete Bible, essentially. Mm-hmm. It was like they lost like the last chunk of their book, and they're like, oh, we got it. <laughs> Seems I like got a big the chunk. gist of it. <laughs> <laughs> got Hate the cliff the notes, you know? <laughs> yeah. The darkness is evil. We got it. <laughs> I did think it was interesting that they don't ever, there's no mention of the moon throughout this entire story. Even Diana doesn't say moon at all. Mm, and it's only ever yeah. gets named at the very end in that last text where it says like the sun mm-hmm. and, and moon or something like that. But interesting detail. I like there's one line where, because Diana is like, she's like reviewing Leona's latest oration. And it's like, oh, you did good this, work on this. And she's got this one line. You spoke of heretics as though they don't believe in the sun. What does that even mean? It's there in the sky. Are you arguing that some people don't believe it's there at all? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's a good that. fucking question. <laughs> that's a good question. There's also a moment where... um. Leona mentions at the end that she'd never seen Diana at night before and how she looked like she kind of belonged there. It was interesting that Diana, I don't know, they do notice that she never fits in there. Everyone else seems to be able to take the sun. She goes outside for five seconds and she's burned, <laughs> which same girl, um, with you. <laughs> but she looks different in the moonlight. <laughs> yeah. Which was cool. Little yeah. foreshadowing for them, I guess. Ooh, sure. But I, like you had said earlier, Rebecca, this this makes me a lot more invested in that relationship. It makes me want to yeah. see. It makes me want to see what happened on the peak when they they both aspected out and kind of, you know, separated. And yeah, I want to see what that that eventual, hopefully, you know, reconciliation might look like. Because I would, you know, mm-hmm. root for them, right? You know. Yeah. No, for sure. And luckily, I mean. That might be something that happens in the future because I know as of as of the last bits of Leona lore we had or uh, Diana lore rather, um, she was kind of running away. We didn't really have um, a whole lot of information about where she was at the time, but we know a bunch of people were looking for her. But with this new ruination event happening, mm. we get a, a little bit of Diana lore. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was wondering right? what was going on with this. She is. She is a sentinel. Uh, So Sentinel Diana, uh, the ruination of Targon and the loss of the aspect of war devastated the Rakor tribes. But the only way to fight an aspect's power is with another aspect. And so Diana takes up her blade as a member of the Sentinels, knowing that Viego would destroy everything the moonlight touches. Hmm. And so the other side of this, I'm pretty sure uh, Pantheon has fallen to the ruination. (gasps) Yeah, I know there's a ruined Pantheon skin. Um, I don't, this is something I don't know a lot of the details on because it's weird with Pantheon and that there's Pantheon, the aspect, and then there's Atreus, who was like the 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 mortal host, who is what Pantheon kind of was in League lore canonically now after Aatrox killed him. Um, that I don't know exactly what's going on. And then I guess to me that begs the question of what's happening with Leona because she's an aspect, right? Yeah. Why doesn't she fight? I don't know. Because they know. didn't, they didn't want a skin for Leona. Yeah, <laughs> it's going back to it. last week. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll end up having to come back to Diana again when the uh, the, the the ruination stuff's all done. Maybe maybe some developments will have happened. But who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Go for it. You can't make ruined Diana because introducing this kind of couple and then immediately having one fall to evil and then having to fight each other <laughs> I think wouldn't be great <laughs> but you also can't a have trope. a sentinel Diana skin because or a sentinel Leona skin because all of those skins I feel like take champions who have typically dark garb and put them in very white garb <laughs> and that's basically just a Leona skin already <laughs> it's a fashion faux pas that's the real issue <laughs> She got microtransactioned out of this event. <laughs> she doesn't look good in those colors, you know? She's she's truly a summer, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But like we said last week, you don't have to have a skin to include them in the event. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. 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 Right, I didn't I guess, want to do that, I guess. I guess that's a good thing to point out is that they're for like 14, by the way, in this story. I don't know if we mentioned yeah, it, young. but they're, they're young. Yeah, so good chunk of time between now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, our last thing was Echo. He's part of the Rise of the Underworld. Underworlds. God, <laughs> not gonna take it again. That was perfect. This is the Legends of Runeterra trailer. <laughs> yeah, this one doesn't necessarily push stories forward or anything. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like a. It doesn't change anything about Echo. It just um, 
you know, was a new cinematic that featured him and his fun character, and we like Echo here. We do like Echo here. <laughs> uh, so this cinematic basically follows Rek'Sai, Pike, and Echo, who were some of the new champions that were part of that uh, Legends of Terror release. Basically, Echo interrupts some Zonite villains scheming. Um, <laughs> you know, he breaks in, steals a Hextech crystal from him, and is a badass. Yeah, that is what yeah. happened. Fun fact about this, as of the time of this podcast... This cinematic is not on the wiki under Echo. No shit. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, tisk tisk. Oh, no. <laughs> is it on Universe, this... though? <laughs> it is not on Universe. No, no it's not on it, Universe. It is, it's, it's, not. It's, it's on the wiki, but it's on the uh, wiki for the Legends of Runeterra um, mm. expansion. It's okay. not associated with Echo like all the other uh, ones are. That's one thing I do wonder is if Legends of Ruterra and like the League lore are they connected? I I don't know. If they add something to Legends of Ruterra, is that canon? I think that I th- the, the the read I've, I've taken on it so far is that yes, but it's mm. generally exploring things like Scythria is a good example where it's something mm. that for the most part is not going to be playing a lot of havoc or have a lot of weight on like any major champion lore it's just kind of helping to flesh out some of the the background stuff like uh like mundo's nurse being a wump right like normally we would just say oh it's a raccoon <laughs> but wumps are cards and they're they're that thing right so it's like eh, it's this you know just little bits right fantasy raccoons <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i think the official yeah. stance is that it's not technically just so they can have plausible deniability if they ever need to that's <laughs> so weird you shit. know diverge <laughs> yeah. but yeah i mean yeah, gotcha. I think I will say when we get to Jarvan, I think there's some weirdness there, so, mm. which yeah. So we'll have to. That'll be an interesting thing to deduce. Um, I know Echo got added in Rune Terror. He's got a lot of extra quotes. Not not many of them add much. The only thing of note is that he does refer to Jinx by the name of Powder. Um, oh. I assume as like gunpowder, which lines up mm. with that little arcane bit where you know they've got the high, the high scores, and then the abbreviation for her name is POW, like POW, I think POW. Oh right? yeah, like short, yeah. So I guess you know that also kind of helps us put like a timeline to it all, in that he seems to have known Jinx when she was not crazy. So hmm. I don't know, maybe he will show up in Arcane. I hope so. That'd be exciting. I'd I hope be so, so pumped. <laughs> I honestly, I don't even want to. If they release anything else about Arcane, I don't even want to watch it because I just want to wait until it shows out. And well, I'll surprised. watch it. <laughs> okay, you'll yeah. watch it. Just don't don't spoil like who's going to be in it. Like I want to sure, yeah, be surprised. Yeah. Um, I, I will that. say actually super quick mm-hmm. because I know that we already passed him, but I forgot to. I literally pulled up all of the Mundo quotes before we started recording, <laughs> and then completely forgot that I had pulled up all the Mundo quotes. But yes. I, I do just want to shout out that the new quotes they added, those are very good. Those yeah. are very Mundo. I love those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a few here. Like like Mundo always say, malpractice makes malperfect. <laughs> <laughs> and who did the voice again? Uh, Armin Taylor. Oh, okay. Thank you, Mark. Um, he's got one, and I don't know whether this is intentional because the read of it is very different, but he's got like, let's see, which way? Nope, this is not right. Maybe that way. And the way his voice is and that quote makes me think that it may have been a reference to Warcraft 2's uh, ogres. You lost me. They have a no. lot of quotes. <laughs> There's like a two-headed ogre from Warcraft 2, and they have a lot of quotes when you click on them like, this way, no, that way. He did it. No, he did it. As the oh. two heads are fighting with each oh, other. <laughs> yeah. okay. It must be. It must be. That seems within the realm of plausibility to me. That is super random. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I fucking loved those quotes. They were like, I had all the sounds downloaded and anything you clicked on my old computer would pull up like a Warcraft 2 sound. My parents hated it. When no, I say my old computer, I mean the family, <laughs> the family computer. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think they're in the right on that one. I will say. <laughs> yeah. Especially because one of the quotes is just. <laughs> oh my God, John. I made that everything for a little while. How old were you when you did this? I don't know. 19. 19. <laughs> no, that was a joke. No, was it I, two I was or three? Like, it was it was two. Okay, okay. Because I played three, but two I didn't play. 
Yeah, I have like Titan three copies here, but you can't even like play it anymore because it runs on DOS. So DOS, yeah. You can't even read it on Windows anymore. <laughs> DOS. I get DOS box, man. <laughs> DOS box. Do- yeah. No, he's got good quotes. I like one. It's like bad news, ghost person. Test results say you dead. <laughs> For anyone from the Shadow Isles, I think. <laughs> Fuck. Hmm. Me should get second opinion. What you think? Me concur. Great. We agree then. Him nice so, guy. <laughs> it's a medical consensus, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. whoever wrote these quotes, good job. very fucking good. <laughs> this is yeah. the mundo. <laughs> it's a mundo of my memories. <laughs> <laughs> the mundo of my memories. <laughs> please, please write that love song. Come <laughs> on it. Uh, please do. I would be delighted if you wrote a love song called The Mundo of My Memories. Oh, well, now I kind of have to. You do. It's out I in the world it. now. All right. I guess that's fair. <laughs> Expect it. All right. Are we feeling good about this revisit? Yeah. I mean, you know, we didn't care for everything, but it was nice to, yeah. you know, it's nice to go back and look at, at it all. I don't have anything else to say. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Cool, cool. Well, that was our, our first revisit. It went okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seven out of ten. <laughs> could use better Mundo, but you know. It could have been a better Mundo, but otherwise was pretty good. Uh, we are on Twitter at Loreheads if you want to chat with us there. We also post these on YouTube, League of Loreheads, if you want to go into those comments. Whoop, whoop. And join us next week. We'll be talking about the hallowed seamstress Gwen. Gwen.